Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Well, hello and welcome back. This is Siobhan Holiday, and I am host, the host of the Help Me Holiday podcast. And today I am going to be uh, covering topics and anything related to the gastrointestinal uh, system. That's the GI system for short. Anything involving the abdomen and conditions that may of the organs that may be causing problems in your abdomen. Um, One of the uh, topics that I'll talk about today is actually a common symptom that's pretty uh, worrisome that we find people complain about that that may come through the emergency room saying that they have a condition called dysphagia. What is dysphagia? It's a medical term that we use for trouble swallowing. Uh, Sometimes dysphagia happens if you eat too fast or you don't chew your food well enough. But if you have dysphagia, you may have a serious medical problem that needs to be treated right away. So what causes dysphagia? Um, It's usually caused by a problem in the upper part of your digestive tract. uh, And that's the digestive tract is pretty much the, the way your food goes down from your mouth through your throat. So often the problem is in the esophagus, and that's the tube that connects your mouth to your stomach. But it can also happen because of a problem in the mouth or the throat. And what are some of the symptoms that uh, may cause this condition? Uh, the symptoms are not being able to swallow. Um, pain while swallowing your food feeling like food is stuck in your throat or your chest, coughing or gagging while swallowing, drooling, trouble speaking. When these are symptoms are occurring, please seek medical attention quickly. So uh, do we have tests that we use to test for dysphagia? Yes, there's tests that we can do. One of the tests, uh, if you're in the hospital, once you're in the hospital, we can do these type of tests. There's a x-ray called a barium x-ray. For this test, you drink a thick liquid called a barium solution. Barium swallow uh, is the term, is the medical term that's used when you're in the hospital. We call it barium swallow. So the barium solution, it coats the inside of your esophagus. The barium shows up on x-ray so the, uh, the provider can see any problems in the esophagus. There's also a swallowing study that's done. Uh, For this test, you eat different foods coated with barium. X-rays are taken throughout the the test, and it shows if you have problems with the muscles in your mouth or your throat. Uh, This test is also called a video fluoroscopy. You can also have an endoscopy done by um, one of the uh, gastrointestinal doctors. Um, And for this test, they put a thin, flexible tube into your mouth, down your throat, and into your esophagus. The tube, called an endoscopy, has a camera and a light on it so the doctor can see inside the esophagus or the provider that's doing it, the GI doctor. Then there's uh, mammometry, and this test measures the pressures at different places inside of your esophagus. To do this, a small tube 
uh, that senses pressure is inserted through your nose, down your throat, and into your esophagus. The results of this test can tell uh, the technician how well the muscles help you swallow, how, how well they're working, and how do we treat dysphagia. So if your dysphagia is caused by problems in your mouth or in the upper part of your throat, you may have to be seen by a speech or swallowing specialist. This person can teach you exercises on how to help you swallow and may suggest other ways to change your diet. If the problem affects your esophagus, uh, your esophagus, I'm sorry, treatments include esophageal dilatation and this is a procedure that a, a specialist like a gastroenterologist, he uses an, an endoscopy with special balloons on the end of a uh, of the uh, of the endoscopy, and it gently stretches and widens your esophagus. Then there's surgery. Uh, surgery is used to remove any tumors or abnormal tissue in the esophagus. <clears throat> um, what else can be done uh, outside of surgery? We also can use medications that can help uh, treat your dysphagia and these medications are used to actually help to reduce stomach acid such as uh, protein pump inhibitors. We talked about that, well I talked about that in the prior uh, series um, when it came to medications that's used uh, for uh, gastric reflux. So one of the pro protein pump inhibitors, uh, an example of that would be protonics. Um, so medications to treat infections of the esophagus can be used as well if an infection is what's causing the problem. Um, once again, I covered these medications. Um, we covered antacids, we covered uh, medications called surface agents, histamine blockers, and PPIs. So you can um, definitely tune in to that particular podcast that reviewed the uh, medications, okay? I'm not gonna uh, cover them again. Um, with the upper endoscopy, so just briefly, let me just explain what this upper endoscopy is. Uh, it's a procedure that uh, looks at the lining of the upper digestive tract. So um, it includes looking at your, esophag your esophagus and the tube that connects once again, the esophagus is the tube that connects the mouth to the stomach. So this uh, procedure, they use this uh, tube to look at your esophagus. It looks at your stomach. It can look at your duodenum, which is the first part of your small intestine. Um, so we have these, this particular test is done basically when patients are complaining of patients with swallowing or difficulty swallowing, abdominal pain, that we don't know why you're having abdominal pain. Uh, we can also use it to um, see if you have acid reflux, uh, the GERD condition that I talked about. If we, we have patients that have nausea and vomiting that's lasted over a long period of time, we have them do an endoscopy. Um, if you have diarrhea that's lasted for a long time, we also do an endoscopy for this. We also do it if people are saying that they have stool that are black or bloody. There's blood in your stool or even blood in your vomit. Um, if you have uh, abnormal results from other tests of your digestive system. Uh, if you swallowed an object, 
we will have you uh, undergo this procedure. Or if there's known growths or ulcers in your digestive tract and they need to be biopsied, um, this can be done. Um, with this particular, the upper endoscopies, um, you definitely would be seen by a gastroenterologist who would give you um, the types of uh, prep that needs to be done uh, prior to having this. And most of the prep people hate <laughs> because um, you have to basically uh, just drink clear liquids uh, pretty much and drink a barium swallow. I'm, I'm sorry, your go lightly. You have to drink the go lightly, a liquidy substance for all, you know, a whole gallon of that until it's done. And then you, you only can drink clear liquids up until the time is, uh, you know, up until midnight. And then nothing else to eat until the, the time that the procedure is done. So most people hate the prep. The prep is annoying. Um, but once you're actually inside to have the procedure, um, once again, the, the provider is taking that tube, looking at, uh, the tube has a camera that's attached to and a light source that's attached to the end of it and it's going down your mouth and down into the back of your throat into your esophagus stomach and even your duodenum uh, they look for irritation bleeding ulcers or growth they can also do a biopsy which I said before where they take a small piece of tissue from the lining of your uh, digestive tract to see what could be uh, causing your problems. Um, they also can see if there's actual bleeding. If there's bleeding happening, they can also stop the bleeding uh, with particular, uh, 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 they can use some type of laser to stop the bleeding or they can remove the, if they see a, a suspicious growth or a polyp, they can also have that removed as well. Um, after an endoscopy, uh, most times they'll, you'll be watched for about one to two hours until the medications wear off because you have to be uh, given sedation prior to the procedure. Uh, and uh, the providers typically will tell you you have to have somebody take you home right after, so they'll have to drive you home. But you can go back to work the next day. Um, some of the side effects that people have complained about um, after the endoscopy, they say they may feel bloated. They may feel a little nauseous, but we give they they are given medications prior to the procedure uh, prior to the procedure to help with these side effects. Um, also, um, you can have food from the stomach getting into the lung. This is a pro uh, problem after the procedure that could be uh, done that can you know that needs to be investigated. If food came from the stomach into the lungs, that's very uh, worrisome. Uh, bleeding can happen, if, you know, uh, for example, if after growth is removed, getting the tear in the digestive tract lining and having redness and swelling um, of your skin after the IV was placed. Those types of conditions definitely have to be uh, addressed immediately. But for the most part, upper endoscopies are very uh, safe. Um, there's no big side effects that go along with it other than maybe a little belly pain, uh, gas pains or cramps, bloating, a little vomiting, maybe fever, trouble swallowing, or some uh, pain in the back of your throat. Uh, but for the most part, it should be pretty, pretty minor symptoms. So this uh, covers my topics 
for uh, dysphagia and the procedures that we can do uh, to invest, investigate it a little bit closely with endoscopies. And hopefully this information was uh, very beneficial for you. And I look forward to you tuning in to my upcoming podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platform. Or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.